I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Welcome back, everyone, for this extended interview. I'm here with Cassandra, who is a professional travel planner. Hey, Cassandra, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Debbie? Thanks. Great to chat again. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. So before we get to your tips and tricks on how to become a personal trip planner, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yeah, sure. So I, you know, lost my father very young. He was very young to cancer um, over 13 years ago. And I decided to venture into my heritage, which was um, Sicilian or Italian-American. And from there, it led me to getting a dual citizenship, to living back and forth between Italy, and then finally splitting my life six months in Italy, six months in New York as a travel planner for my business, Travel Italian Style. So yeah, it's been an exciting journey. You have one of those jobs or businesses that a lot of people will look at and envy because who wouldn't want to do this, right? <laughs> Live part of the year in Italy, planning people's amazing trips to to this incredible country. Now, what is the process like for actually becoming a travel planner? So what's interesting is it's different in every state, depending if you're going to be a travel agent or travel planner. There's a fine line between them, but basically it depends really first on your state. So you have to look into like legally how that, how you can run a travel business from the USA for, you know, if this is your dream. And then from there, I think you can go a few different routes. There's some companies that you can work as a travel planner underneath a big company, like a big travel agency and be an independent planner. And that's always a great idea for somebody who's new into travel or new into travel planning, only because a lot of these people train their travel agents and their travel planners. You know, they'll show them videos on different parts of the world. They'll have seminars. They'll, you know, have like get togethers. So I chose to do a different route because of my experience already working in travel as a tour age, like a tour leader here in Italy. But I always recommend people who reach out and say, Hey, listen, I really love Italy or I really love to travel, but I don't know everywhere and I don't have the means to travel everywhere. How do I do it? So that's usually what I tell people. Look for a travel agency that's hiring independent planners and you'll like learn a ton. Now, do you need to do any other sort of education aside from that, like an internship somewhere or to work for them before you get into this? I mean, technically you don't have to, but I would recommend, you know, definitely working for another company if you can, uh, like you said, or an intern. But I would say also do some business courses. I had mentioned to you in the last interview, I I learned about wine and um, event planning. And the reason I did that is because I wanted to be able to know when people ask me about wine tours and things like, you know, or maybe dining. I even took some food courses. I totally forgot about that. So even some food, you know, courses and things to understand different dining ethics or, you know, because the world, everybody does something different. So and not important is kind of looking into those types of things to become an expert. But as far as actually learning how to run your business, look into some business courses, how to run an online business, 
a coach. I always recommend a coach because really, you know, it's different running an online business and having a, you know, an office is run very differently. So I would focus on someone who knows how to do that and sort of see what you can learn from them. So once you get into this, one of the things that's really hard for people is marketing, right? That's how you end up getting your clients. How were you able to do that successfully? Just showing up everywhere and saying yes to everything. You know, <laughs> you know how that is, which it, it got tiring. So finally, I'm at the point that sometimes I could say no, not that I always want to, but I literally don't have time, thank God. But, you know, I'm like busy enough to say that. But in the beginning, I mean, I was sometimes going to networking events, no exaggeration, like three times a day on a weekend, like a morning event, a different afternoon, an evening. Um, so I definitely, and that's the other benefit of joining like a travel company that's hiring independent agents. That's why I tell people to start there too, because then they automatically get all these networking events and not just to learn how to do the business, but then you meet people, you know, that, that can maybe help you. I mean, I always tell people the story. I was at a blogging conference in Sweden when I met someone that referred me to the TEDx talk. Like I was not even, I'm not a blogger. Like I do blog sometimes, <laughs> but I, I'm not a blogger. I just went because I knew people who were going and I was like, I don't know if it's going to be worth it, but okay, did the TEDx necessarily bring me not money, but no, it brought me exposure, which brought me was free marketing, you know? So always keep your mind open and don't necessarily focus on just travel marketing either. Look, you know, be creative and talk to everybody in all different aspects of life and business. I know for myself, when I started my business and my previous business is that you will be bombarded with so many networking events. How do you know which ones to go to that are the right ones for you? So I remember, you know, and again, probably some of you can relate to the first year I went to everything because I didn't really know anything. So I first did like a run through of, of as many things as possible. And then I was able to go back and say, okay, these types of things like technology ones, I mean, maybe I can learn something, but man, they're boring for me as well. I'm not doing that. So I, you know, I went, I did the run through first. And then also, you know, Google to see if you can see who the vendors are, see if you can see past photos and the attendees and where these attendees worked for. It's going to take a little bit of work, but if you're really feeling overwhelmed, take the time to look into these networking events and see who re who's gone in the past, who they expect to show up this year. And if in any way you have something in common with this person or these people that are going, you know, even if it's far-fetched before you, before you rule it out completely, because it might be one person th that's important. And maybe you have to skip the fun, typical events where you can just like have a cocktail and talk about travel, you know, maybe make, make sure your time is balanced between even things that scare you. So really look into each networking event and make pros and cons lists on what you can get out of it and, you know, what you can pass on. And that always works for me. Yeah. Researching is definitely key to this. And I've made this mistake before where I just went to every single networking event. And most of the time, <laughs> you know, 80% of the people there, this is bad to say, but it was a waste of my time. And you just, uh, you know, when you're starting out, every single time you have is very valuable. And there's just certain things yeah. that you cannot give you know, because there's just too many things. Yep, true. Now, aside from events and referrals, how do you find your clients? Oh, geez, I guess social media. Um, 
Yeah, a lot of it from the networking event people I, I meet, you know, press taking part in press, you know, I think sometimes when people start these things, they want to get paid for writing or, you know, or want something monetary from like online press or written press, I would just kind of put that aside for now. And of course, if you're a journalist or a writer, please don't do that. But if you're looking to get into this business, I've done a lot of like writing and press work for free. And yeah, I just, again, I mean, it's going back, but I just said yes to everything. So whether writing, speaking, uh, podcasts, radio, I made a point to just keep interacting with people in different sectors of life to see if I can be part of it. Sometimes I asked, um, and that helped. And, but I didn't have a lot of monetary, you know, funding in the beginning, as we spoke about before. So this is what worked for me. But of course, if you do have some money to spend, you know, I have, marketing people I work with that are huge believers in the Facebook ads still and paying for ads in certain online magazines and things that work for them. And that's a great alternative. But if you don't have the funding yet, just make sure to, you know, like I said, say yes to everything and approach people and don't be afraid to sometimes do things for free, not forever, but at least in the beginning to find some clients. Yeah. Now, how are you able to stay financially stable while you're building this business? A lot of hustle. I do <laughs> not take a day off. It's funny. I choose to live in Italy half a year because in the summer I live by the sea and I do take a couple hours as much as I can every couple of days to go and swim and stay focused, uh, you know, emotionally and spiritually centered. But really... I do not take a day off right now. Yeah, I don't I don't invest my money in things. Sometimes I'm wrong, maybe I should invest in more, but I would say I stay financially stable because I try to do a lot of my marketing in free ways as I discussed um because I'm still a very small business and I take part in um lots of events where I know that people you know will help on SEO or referrals and I yeah I just hustle I don't and I'm always changing I'm never like I'm not doing the same thing I was doing 4 years ago with my travel planning that's why last year I said I went to all 20 regions of Italy because I'd like to keep it interesting I like to change up my Insta, the way I do Instagram, the stories I share. I'm always testing out things. And that has, yeah, it's even brought a lot of past clients back. So I'm never like scared I won't have money. You know, I, I really feel like, as again, as cliche as it sounds, I'm sorry if this isn't the best advice, but really just working hard and, <laughs> and not like, you know, instead of sleeping, I'm usually up at 6.30 taking photos or doing interviews or, you know, just you just have to work and set aside the party time until you are set in business, you know? Absolutely. That is such a great advice. It doesn't happen overnight and every day you have to do something, you know, even if it's just little things. If you're in your nine to five right now, just do one or two things and it'll build up that momentum and you really have to work hard for it to get the results that you want to get to where Cassandra is right now, where you can do summers by the sea in Italy. <laughs> Yes, I promise it's worth it working. <laughs> and people notice, they definitely notice, as you know. So absolutely. Cassandra, is there any last advice that you can give to anyone who wants to do this that really helped you when you were first starting out? 
Yeah, and it's sort of a repeat of what I mentioned before, but I really love to reiterate it that the most important things in this business is to be original, to really be authentic and show your authentic self and be ethical, you know, don't don't rush to get ahead, don't cross people or do things, you know, you know what I would even say to people, don't even like look at other people's websites and like, be like, I'm going to be that one day. Like, just try to do it on your own first, you know, use your heart and what's in your soul and what you're passionate about to put something on paper, put it out there in the world. And if it's not working at first, you know, like I said, get a coach or barter with somebody if you don't have the funding for a coach to see how you can help. Maybe you can plan their vacation. Um, but yeah, like how you can, how <laughs> they can help you and you can help them to get ahead and make sure you have, you know, a good friend or someone who understands you to support you because especially on this journey, it may be tough. Not everybody gets it and they may not understand why you chose this route or why you're leaving a comfortable lifestyle. So just make sure you have a good friend, you stay original, you stay authentic to yourself and you're ethical. And I swear everybody's, you would do great in the world would be an amazing place and everybody would be happy to have you in the travel planning um, industry. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a great advice, Cassandra. Well, Thank you so much for being here today. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? Yeah, sure. At uh, www.travelitalianstyle.com, which is my website. Um, If you go under the Meet Cassandra page or the company vision, you could see a bit there. And on Instagram at Travel Italian Style or Facebook at Traveling Italian Style. So best ways to find me. Thank you so much, Cassandra, for being here today. We really appreciate all the tips that you gave us. Yeah, thank you for having me, Debbie. It was great chatting with you. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Cassandra. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she turned a personal tragedy into an opportunity for personal growth. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Live. I'll talk to you soon.